Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Sunday the 28th of June. We have now reached the third Sunday after Trinity. We have a busy day here today at our benefits of Richmond with Hudswell and Downham and Mask. Quick look at the website richmondhudswellparish.org.uk. First thing, church is open for private prayer between roughly nine o'clock and mid-afternoon, so you are very welcome to pop in. We've got all the usual social distancing things applying there. Then if you have a look at the latest resources and podcasts, we have now reached week commencing the 28th of June. And with that, we are signposting to what is available today. So today we have a live Zoom service at 10 o'clock. The link for that invitation is on that page, going out to the What's On page. We have, so that's 10 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, we have the Great Funky Church Quiz. Again, that's on Zoom. And the invite is on the What's On page as well. We will have Dialing Compline at half past six. And the information for that is on the Documents and Resources page. And then finally, if you would like to join us for Zoom Compline, we do that every night at eight o'clock. You just need to get in touch with Scott or myself. Other than that, that's probably about it. And I guess to think ahead, next Sunday, we'll have an interactive Zoom choral even song coming up. But we'll fill you in with that as the week progresses. Scott. So we uh, get gather our thoughts and minds together at the beginning of this Sunday, and we join together in worship and prayer. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you heavens. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you angels of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, all people on earth. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. O people of God, bless the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you priests of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, you servants of the Lord. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. Bless the Lord, all you of upright spirit. Bless the Lord, you that are holy and humble in heart. Bless the Lord, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Sing his praise and exalt him forever. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 52. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. Why do you glory in evil, you tyrant, while the goodness of God endures continually? 
You plot destruction, you deceiver. Your tongue is like a sharpened razor. You love evil rather than good, falsehood rather than the word of truth. You love all words that hurt, O you deceitful tongue. Therefore God shall utterly bring you down. He shall take you and pluck you out of your tent and root you out of the land of the living. The righteous shall see this and tremble. They shall laugh you to scorn and say, This is the one who did not take God for a refuge, but trusted in great riches and relied upon wickedness. But I am like a spreading olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will always give thanks to you for what you have done. I will hope in your name for your faithful ones delight in it. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. Faithful and steadfast God, nourish your people in this wicked world and through prayer and the scriptures, give us our daily bread through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And now Psalm 53. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Corrupt are they, and abominable in their wickedness. There is no one that does good. God has looked down from heaven upon the children of earth to see if there is anyone who is wise and seeks after God. They are all gone out of the way. All alike have become corrupt. There is no one that does good. Not, no, not one. Have they no knowledge, those evildoers, who eat up my people as if they ate bread and do not call upon God? There shall they be in great fear, such fear as never was. For God will scatter the bones of the ungodly. They will be put to shame because God has rejected them. Oh, that Israel's salvation would come out of Zion. When God restores the fortunes of his people, then will Jacob rejoice and Israel be glad. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Without you, O God, nothing is real. All things are open to corruption and we are deadened by deceit. We pray do not abandon us to our folly, but give us hearts that seek you and at the last joy in your heavenly city, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. 
Our first reading is Deuteronomy chapter 15. Every seventh year you shall grant a remission of debts, and this is the manner of the remission. Every creditor shall remit the claim that is held against a neighbour, not exacting it from a neighbour who is a member of the community, because the Lord's remission has been proclaimed. From a foreigner you may exact it, but you must remit your claim on whatever any member of your community owes you. There will, however, be no one in need among you, because the Lord is sure to bless you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you as a possession to occupy, if only you will obey the Lord your God by diligently observing this entire possession to occupy. If only you will obey the Lord by diligently observing this entire commandment that I command you today. When the Lord your God has blessed you as he promised you, you will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. You will rule over many nations, but they will not rule over you. If there is among you anyone in need, a member of your community in any of your towns within the land that the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-heartened or tight-fisted towards your needy neighbour. You should rather open your hand, willingly lending enough to meet the need, whatever it may be. Be careful that you do not entertain a mean thought, thinking, the seventh year, the year of remission, is near. And therefore view your needy neighbour with hostility and give nothing. Your neighbour might cry to the Lord against you and you would incur guilt. Give liberally and be ungrudging when you do so. For on this account the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you undertake. Since there will never cease to be some in need on the earth, I therefore command you, open your hand to the poor and needy neighbour in your land. Splendour and majesty are yours, O God. You are exalted as head over all. Blessed are you, God of Israel, for ever and ever. For yours is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendour and the majesty. Everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Riches and honour come from you and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, yours it is to give power and strength to all. And now we give you thanks, our God, and praise your glorious name. For all things come from you, and of your own have we given you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Splendour and majesty are yours, O God. You are exalted as head over all.
Our second reading is taken from Acts chapter 27. When a moderate south wind began to blow, they thought they could achieve their purpose. So they weighed anchor and began to sail past Crete, close to the shore. But soon a violent wind called the Northeaster rushed down from Crete. Since the ship was caught and could not be turned with its head to the wind, we gave way to it and were driven. By running under the lee of a small island called Corda, we were scarcely able to get the ship's boat under control. After hoisting it up, they took measures to undergird the ship. Then, fearing that they would run on the Cyretis, they lowered the sea anchor and so were driven. We were being pounded by the storm so violently that on the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. And on the third day, with their own hands, they threw the ship's tackle overboard. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest raged, all hope of being saved was at last abandoned. Since they had been without food for a long time, Paul then stood up among them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not have set sail from Crete, and thereby avoided this damage and loss. I urge you now to keep up your courage, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only the ship. For last night there stood by me an angel of the, of the God to whom I belong and whom I worship, and he said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before the emperor. And indeed, God has granted safety to all those who were sailing with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will be exactly as I have been told. But we will have to run aground on some island. When the fourteenth night had come, as we were drifting across the sea of Adria, about midnight, the sailors suspected that they were nearing land. So they took soundings and found twenty fathoms. A little farther on they took soundings again and found fifteen fathoms. Fearing that we might run on the rocks, they let down four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come. But when the sailors tried to escape from the ship and had lowered the boat into the sea, <clears throat> on the pretext of putting out anchors from the bow, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, Unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the boat and set it adrift. Just before daybreak, Paul urged all of them to take some food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day that you have been in suspense and remaining without food, having eaten nothing. Therefore, I urge you to take some food, for it will help you survive, for none of you will lose a hair from your heads. After he had said this, he took bread. And giving thanks to God in the presence of all, he broke it and began to eat. 
Then all of them were encouraged and took food for themselves. We were in all 276 persons in the ship. After they had satisfied their hunger, they lightened the ship by throwing the wheat into the sea. In the morning, they did not recognize the land, but they noticed a bay with a beach on which they planned to run the ship ashore if they could. So they cast off the anchors and left them in the sea. At the same time, they loosened the ropes that tied the steering oars. Then, hoisting the foresail to the wind, they made for the beach. But striking a reef, they ran the ship aground. The bow stuck and remained immovable. But the stern was being broken up by the force of the waves. The soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners so that none might swim away and escape. But the centurion, wishing to save Paul, kept them from carrying out their plan. He ordered those who could swim to jump aboard first and make for the land, and the rest to follow, some on planks and others on pieces of the ship. And so it was that all were brought safely to land. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead. And Christ shall give you light. You have died, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. And Christ shall give you light. When Christ, our life, appears, you will appear with him in glory. Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. You have raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of your servant David. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory Glory to to the the Father and to the Son and to the the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now now, and and shall be forever. forever. Amen. You have raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born of the house of your servant David. 
So a call to prayer. Awake, O sleeper, <laughs> and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. So in our prayers, gracious God, we thank you on this Sunday, as on every day, for our church, for the groups we belong to, listening and worshipping and singing and praying, all different aspects and small groups and communities within our big church family. And we ask in prayer that you will help us to grow closer to each other and closer to you. We ask in prayer that now, as we are unable to worship together, but also in the forthcoming weeks and months as we plan and we gradually find ways to return to whatever the new normal will be at church, that you will help us to grow closer to each other and closer to you. We think and pray for those others listening at different times to this podcast. To those some of us will see on our screens at the Zoom service. To those who we know on the dial-ins. For those on our screens at this afternoon's Funky Church. For Martin, our rector. And for John taking the service this morning. We pray for Paul and Jeanette as they prepare to join us soon. We bring before God our anxiety over our world and our sorrow that we are not able to meet many people that we are separated by so many we know and love. We remember and think in prayer of those who we love, who we are unable to see, some because they live far, far away, others because of illness of body, mind or spirit. We pray that they know your presence as you are with them and as we pray for them. Gracious God, we give thanks for the town in which we live, the area in which we live, an area in which people would like to come and enjoy the scenery and the river and the town. We pray that with all who we meet as a church, as a community, we extend a welcome that people see in our words and actions something of your welcome and your love. We pray that you will help us to spread your love to our friends and neighbours and also to strangers who we may meet strangers who we may talk to. 
We bring before God in prayer our friends and their needs. We bring before our God this day. We give thanks to you, Father, for the gift of this day. We give thanks for the things that we may have already done and the people we may have already spoken to. We pray that we seize the opportunities you give us this day. We thank you for the skills and talents that you have given each of us. And we pray that we, as this day goes on, may walk with you and love you and know you and imitate you more closely. And so we think about the day ahead and the things we're going to do, bring them before our God in prayer. We give thanks, gracious God, that you are always with us. You never leave us, even though we may sometimes forget you. We give thanks that we can pray to you and bring all our prayers, spoken or unspoken, to you, our everlasting and ever-present God. Almighty God, you have broken the tyranny of sin and have sent the spirit of your Son into our hearts, whereby we call you Father. Give us grace to dedicate our freedom to your service, that we and all creation may be brought to the glorious liberty of the children of God. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And so on this Sunday, wherever we are, united and dispersed, let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our, Our Father, Father, who art, art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.